0: everybody. This is John Norris, one of your co-hosts of Trading Perspectives. And as always, we have our other co-host, Sam Clement. Sam, say hello.
1: Hey, John. You doing okay? I'm doing great. You looking forward
0: to the weekend? Kinda. <laughs> I'm saying that because Sam is an Auburn graduate. And on Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, and by the time you're hearing this, it's going to be the game's going to be over. You already know who won. But as we record this today, on Friday, Sam's two biggest Arch nemesis, arch rivals, if you will, Sam. Alabama Crimson Tide and Georgia Bulldogs are playing tomorrow for the SEC championship. Sam, your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I'm probably a little different than most Auburn fans, and I actually dislike Georgia a little more than I dislike Alabama. Well, being from Georgia, you're rounded a little more.
0: You are in the minority, but I have heard plenty of other people say that. And The reason why we're talking about football is because Sam and I were talking this week, just the amount of time that we spend here in Alabama and in other cities and states as well, just what the overall impact of college football has on economies, both national and local, and just football in general. And Sam, you're the one that really kind of brought this up to me. What are your initial thoughts about this?
1: Well, being in Birmingham, I just told you before we uh, got on the podcast that over 70 percent of people in the city of birmingham was themselves as college football fans it's the most for any city in the country
0: well i'm actually i would actually be scared to say that you weren't a college football fan uh here And now, particularly i mean if 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 you say that you're not a college football fan you are at a cocktail party in some circles you will be immediately
1: ostracized well it's just kind of hard not to be there's so many schools around here i mean i even know people miss, we're not far from mississippi state obviously alabama Auburn, even UAB, there's just so many. I mean,
0: uh, uh, granted, there are a lot of teams from which to choose, but Sam, when you move to the state of Alabama, you got to ask two questions. And what are those two questions?
1: Who do you cheer for? Who do you cheer where for? Where do you go to church?
0: <laughs> That's right. Who do you cheer for and where do you go to church? And when they're talking about who do you cheer for, they ain't talking about the Mississippi State Bulldogs. They're not talking about the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. They're not talking about the Duke Blue Devils. They are not talking about. The Kentucky Wildcats. They are talking about the only two teams. Only two that matter. (laughs) Alabama and Auburn. It kind of reminds me of that scene. If you remember the movie, I think it's 1980 or 1981. I know it's one of those two. I can't remember exactly which one. It's called the Blues Brothers. John Belushi, Dan Aykroyd. And they show up in the middle of the night to this honky-tonk. And they they play kind of blues. You know, kind of blue-eyed soul type stuff and they asked the woman at the place what kind of music they play at this honky-tonk, and she says, well, both kinds, country and Western. And that's kind of the way it is with football here in this state. You have your choice of Alabama or Auburn. Now, we can talk about Alabama and Auburn all day long, but let's actually talk about what the economic impact of these things would be. And I would submit, and I could be wrong, that football has an enormous multiplier effect here in this state. Definitely. An enormous multiplier effect. Because if you think about it, you know, and if you if you don't live here, it's hard, very hard to understand exactly what goes on on football Saturdays. People get dressed up. They buy copious amounts of food. Frankly, they buy a lot of booze, too. And the tickets aren't cheap, and you go and you park, and it's an enormous amount of economic activity, just an enormous amount, and the clothing that people buy. And it's not just T-shirts for the kids. It is grown men wearing jerseys, you know, I mean, to work. I mean, that type of stuff. So the amount of money that we spend in this state on the Alabama and Auburn football programs, amongst others, is an enormous undertaking. Oh, yeah. And then, obviously, you have to have people make this stuff, and then you know, they have suppliers, they have suppliers, and so on and so forth. I'm sure someone could probably come up with some kind of number as to what the overall multiplier effect would be. A consultant would easily put this the billions of dollars.
1: Oh, colleges here just love their football teams because, I mean, you get your money from... I mean, it's been shown that more people give donations to those programs later down the line if they went to the football games there. And then you get your licensing agreements, your media agreements, all that stuff. You're talking about people buying jerseys, shirts, all that. Get a little kickback to the university and then just ticket sales themselves.
0: Now, Sam, you mentioned that a good football team will lead to increased giving at the university. Yeah. Yeah. That is think Alabama's
1: probably a pretty good <laughs> example of that.
0: First things first, we were closer to home. When Auburn won the national championship back with Cam Newton, there was something like a $25 million increase in planned giving the next year.
1: Sure. Over the previous year. Just an outrageous... And event. Auburn just finished up their newest... Um, round of donations and it was the biggest one in the state of Alabama right. and that was, it was started after uh, 2013 when we went to the National team. well
0: Junior it's Show. probably a pretty good idea that they didn't start it after this season I'm sorry to, sorry to tell you that but so, I, I don't think a lot of Auburn fans are too thrilled about what happened here but we mentioned the plan giving and how universities use primarily the football team to go out there and try to uh, build money out of alumni Sam you know that I went to Wake Forest University yep. and Wake at one point and this is a glasses half full time thing I'm talking about here we, at one point, had the all-time best losing percentage in college football. So it really
1: is glass half full.
0: <laughs> we, we were not terribly good, uh, historically. Uh, over the last several years, with the new coach, Clawson, uh, we have been a little bit better. We went to bowls the last two years, and it was real iffy whether or not we'd go to a bowl this year. We played pretty well in some games, got clobbered a few games, and then all of a sudden, you know, we beat NC State. NC- Did y'all get six wins? <laughs> we got six wins. We're both there you eligible. go. I'm getting to that, getting to that. But it was real iffy, and first we beat uh, NC State. And NC State was ranked at the time. I forget the last time that we beat NC State. Bell on long time, or, or just a ranked opponent. And I get in my inbox really on Monday morning, a begging letter. I call. I, I call all, all requests for, you know, donations. Uh, begging letters. I got a begging letter from the alumni office with a big old placard, I and mean, just signs, "We beat NC State. By all means, please let's cheer on the boys and let's cheer on the team and make sure that with you get with your give. paycheck." Yeah, without a doubt. And I'm thinking to myself, and of course I've been in Alabama now for a very long period of time. i thinking to myself, I just can't imagine anyone shelling out a ton of money just for simply beating the Wolfpack. Decent team, but, you know, I doubt an Auburn fan would get a big begging letter from the university had Auburn beat um, NC State. Probably not. Probably not, and I understand we're comparing apples to, uh, apples to oranges. Maybe the NC State game was a little bit more understandable than the last one. And the last one was, I got a begging letter after they, bet, uh, after they beat Duke, and they really manhandled Duke, 52-7 or something like that, uh, in order to take us to our third straight bowl, and never happen. So I guess all these things are trying to get me fired up, but I, I got another begging letter from the university after we beat Duke. And I thought to myself, I can't believe they are trying. Never, I never would have thought that I would live to see the day when someone was asking for donations after beating the Duke football team.'d
1: be a little different if it was a basketball team. <laughs> I
0: mean, it's just like holy smoke, but you but I'm, the, thing, the thing that would kind of amaze me the most is it's going to work otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Right. So what is it about college football that makes us want to shell out so much money?
1: Just get a little more pride, I guess, you know, I mean, pride, team. I
0: mean, I, I guess. I mean, pride, but, I mean, if you think about it, here we are. We've got 18 to 22-year-old young men beating each other's brains out. and <laughs>
1: Literally. <we're> spend, literally.
0: <laughs> literally. And we're spend,
1: spending billions of dollars on them. And enormous multiplier effects. And we're giving to schools and what have and you. And even the cities more so than just the schools. I mean, you see the growth in some of these cities, and there's no way... I believe that Tuscaloosa and Auburn would be what they are today without a football program. You
0: know, this is where I might, I'm going to might frustrate some folks here in the state. I think Auburn would be anyhow. It's a wonderful place. It is a wonderful place. It's a it's a really great place. It's perfectly well located. Um, lots of good stuff going on down in Lee County. Um, but the
1: amount of economic activity there, I mean, I've always been surprised that my, when I was at Auburn, just how many hotels there are in that area. I mean, you how do they fill all those up? But when it comes to game day, it, you can't even get one over in Opelika, like 30 minutes away.
0: <laughs> it's, it's really kind of warped.
1: Yeah. It's,
0: and the stadiums that we're building. And it's not just on college campuses. It's also for professional sports teams as well.
1: Sure, it's just a little different here in the state of Alabama well, without it, a pro team.
0: It is, but I, I want to take that a little bit further and talk a little bit about uh, just sports teams in general. We've been talking about college football, but talk about football, the NFL, NHL. MLB, NBA, MLS—I think even. Sure. When you take a look at all of these, the amount of money that we spend on stadiums, the amount of money that we spend on these activities, and it's, taxpayers too—it's not even just. Out, and that's what I was getting to. Taxpayers are, fit, are are fitting the bill for a lot of this stuff. And you know, I think you would—it would, would have—it would take you a year of Sundays to convince me. That the direct economic impact in terms of sales, taxes, what have you, that these municipalities, state, local entities that they get from building these stadiums, having these teams, are worth the incentives and the capital outlay
1: uh, in order to get in No, there. I'm with you. So it just helps I, the owners of the teams <laughs> that's get their stadium a little cheaper. It, it, it's, it's absolutely outrageous. Uh,
0: and maybe I'm saying that because I live in a metropolitan area that does not have a professional sports teams outside of, well, frankly, Alabama and Auburn. <laughs> Those yeah. are our professional teams, and there's a lot more true to
1: that thing. Maybe you that's right. why. That's probably a big reason why Birmingham is such a big college football because there's really what else are you gonna do? You know, you see people in Atlanta, um, all these other big cities. Yeah, they cheer for college, but they're also huge NFL fans, and sometimes huge Falcon fans. yeah. I'm not. I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Man, I hated, so that's, that's a different. Hated podcast.
0: that game last night. That was awful. It was awesome. That was absolutely wonderful. wonderful. I'm a Saints fan, by the way. But in any event, the reason why I brought that up, because I'm sitting around and take it we talked about, Alabama and Auburn, you know, Birmingham doesn't have a team, Alabama doesn't have a professional sports team, all this money that gets I mean, just spent on getting these professional sports teams to come to these cities, Sam, I'm going to throw some numbers at you, which you might not be aware of. Birmingham has the 43rd largest media market in the United States.
1: It's bigger than I thought.
0: Yeah, it is bigger than I thought. Well, it's not bigger than I thought because I just told you I guess it'd be bigger than what she thought exactly I'm, I'm you getting thought. confused here i getting old and that means that our media market is larger than three cities that have professional sports teams Buffalo which you might not have thought um, Memphis and the other one uh, <laughs> i drawing a blank on it right maybe now maybe Charlotte uh, no certainly not Charlotte uh, but, but I'm drawing a blank on the other one but I do remember uh, Jacksonville that you know here we are with this size media market and we don't have a professional sports team however if you were to ask someone say in the middle of the country middle of the country somewhere which is a bigger metropolitan area which we could define as media market for my argument here Buffalo or Birmingham Alabama
1: what do you think they would say well with the Bills there I'm sure they'd say Buffalo well
0: the the Bills and the Sabres yeah and i would imagine people would say memphis was actually a little bit bigger too maybe because of the, the grizz the grizzly so all this money that we spend on you know stadiums and what have you and the truth of the matter is there's absolutely no way you're going to convince me that the municipalities state and local entities get their money back directly however by having a professional sports franchise you do in the minds of people all of a sudden make a leap from the minor leagues to the major leagues, both literally and figuratively. Sam, your thoughts on that?
1: Oh, I mean, people obviously think, oh, they have this team. I mean, you could not have heard of a city before, but you'd recognize a pro sports team there, and you're all auto- automatically yeah. going to think it's probably a pretty big city.
0: Yeah, without a doubt.
1: I mean, I don't even know what Buffalo looks like, but it's got two pro teams, so it must be pretty big. It's not as big as Birmingham, at least exactly. the media market exactly. Is. So, yeah, and
0: neither is Memphis. i got to go Memphis tonight. I'm not going to go watch the Grizz. Yeah, I wouldn't either. No, I wouldn't either. So, so we were talking. We've been talking about this, talking about the amount of money that people spend on this type of stuff, and I'm dubious about the direct economic impact. But Sam, I got to ask you a little bit closer to home. A much younger man, Sam, is much younger man than I am. I know what I like to spend money on when I'm uh, watching football. And that's generally, I like to spend money on a comfy pillow, uh, because I am on my couch and I'm getting ready to go to sleep. If I have nothing better else to do, particularly on Sunday afternoons and watch the NFL, I am going to be relaxed and will fall asleep. However, a much younger man in San Clement, I've got to ask you, what do you like to spend your money on when it comes to football season, without giving way too much? What are the types of things that people your age spend money on?
1: Well, in terms of, I mean, I'd say for most people my age here in Birmingham, here in Alabama, college, is what it is sure. not so much NFL Sundays NFL we just kind of watch the games mm-hmm. but Saturdays it's usually people are going to the games every week yeah. so I guess that's a lot of money spent gas, food, drinks all that
0: by drinks you're saying that maybe intimating yeah, that I, perhaps Bardstown, Kentucky does very well possibly <laughs>
1: I think you're on something.
0: <laughs> and that's what I think is, is so much fun about this. Like years ago, even before Sam brought this up with me, about the impact college football might have on, on a local, local um, entity, I had a person that I worked with downtown at the uh, Lime Green uh, Company. shower shall remain nameless. La, 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 la. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. A lot of people might not. I had someone ask me and actually make the comment, can you just imagine where this state would be economically if it weren't for college football? And he meant it like it's holding in us up. I mean, it's propping us up. And I've laughingly said, uh, "Could you imagine?" I'm going to throw that right back at you, X. His name was really not what, X? I'm going to throw that right back at you, X. Where do you think we'd be without college football? And he kind of looked at me and goes, "What's your point?" I'm going. This is where I'm going to deviate from maybe what you thought my prepared remarks would going to be saying. We emphasize college football and football in general so much in this state. And as a country, we value athletics and entertainment so much. I would make the argument that we are spending far more money on entertaining ourselves than we are actually educating our kids to be more productive in the 21st century global knowledge-based economy.
1: Well, I'm sure, especially in this past several years in Alabama's run they had, I'm curious how many more people are wanting to go there based on how good their football team's been doing. Well,
0: that's a great question. But, I mean, I, 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 let me answer you with this. <laughs> this was funny. I was in Boston this past summer visiting a client, And I was walking, and we had some time to kill before we had to be at Logan. And we went to um, Harvard campus walking around. Um... And people were lining up very, very nicely, uh, politely. English—I mean, I didn't understand a single, didn't understand the language of anyone talking. Truthfully, I mean, they were—they were speaking northern or something. In any event, they were all standing in front of the library, getting their picture taken in front of the library at Harvard. Fast forward to my trip down to Tuscaloosa earlier this year, people were getting their picture
1: taken at B D S. In front of Bear or in front of Nick? In front of Bear or in front of Nick. No one was at the library. Well, I know at Georgia Tech they had to close the library on Saturdays because too many people were going there instead of the games. They were trying to up the student population at the game, so they closed the library. <laughs> I don't think you need to close the library at Auburn or Alabama on a Saturday.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I don't think unless you unless you open up a tailgate right out right out in front of it or something. That's fair. So. At the end of the day, when talking about college athletics, college football, would you say that they are a good investment for a um, local entity, or do you think they're a bad investment?
1: Oh, I definitely think they're good. Good? Yeah. I mean, why else would universities take so much pride in it and spend so much money on it if it wasn't good for their, their pockets and the economy as a whole? Why would Way Forest send out begging letters
0: for beating the Duke Blue Devils in football? Yeah. Because it pays. Exactly. Why does Bryant Denny, why does Alabama continue to add uh, seats to Bryant Denny? It's now what one hundred one hundred and two thousand, at of course, cost of tens of
1: millions of dollars. Yeah, because it pays. People love it. You think you see the weight rooms they have, the nutrition centers they have, just the full indoor practice facilities that all the big programs have now. It's it's outrageous. It is outrageous. Starving kids in China and all that stuff. And here. Oh, that's, I don't know about that argument. <laughs> I don't know if that's a fair argument. <laughs> that's what we used
0: to say when I was growing up. It doesn't, it doesn't apply anywhere near as, <laughs> <laughs> as much any longer. And speaking of China, while we're talking about, while we in this state and across the country are talking about college football tomorrow, all these championships, the SEC championship in Argentina... Probably something a little bit more important will be going on. G20. G20 will be going on. And while you know, while this is going on, the Chinese and the American diplomats, President Trump and President Xi. First face-to-face meeting in over a year. Hopefully they'll be hammering out something. Hopefully. That will uh, at least sound good to the markets, and we can come back on Monday after an Alabama victory, which you're not blinking too much at.
1: No, I'm expecting that and hoping it. for it, Absolutely,
0: There you have it. And we will, we will wake up ready for the market to rally like
1: nobody's business. Especially after Jerome Powell's comments this past week. And the thing
0: is, I tell you this, there will be plenty of people in this state who will say it without any irony in their voice, that the reason why the stock market went up on Monday after the dovish comments by, by President, President Trump regarding his meeting with Xi, they will say that the market went up because why.
1: Alabama. Roll to the roll, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> sure Harvey well, Updike might be thinking that too.
0: Just <laughs> and wondering what it's his lawyer's telephone number is. Well well, Sam, I think we're running short on time here today. I think we both agreed that sports in general, professional and, and college, are wonderful investments in a lot of different ways. Definitely. They generate a lot of economic activity. Now I think it would be Interesting to see what would what would happen if we take a crystal ball. Maybe maybe it's a it's a wonderful life type deal. Maybe Clarence can come down and show us what life would have been like if we not invented football and we spent all this money on other things, things that might be a little bit more productive longer term. But if but you know that's not going to happen. So we're we're playing the hands of the hand that we're dealt and the hand that we're not suggests football is a darn good investment for the state of Alabama. Definitely, and probably will likely be so moving forward at least
1: until Nick Saban retires. Fingers crossed it's a little sooner than <laughs> some might expect. I, I think we, I think a lot of fans will try to prop him up for a long period of time. Like a weekend at Bernie type thing? <laughs> only, <laughs> only an Auburn fan. <laughs> so with that, guys,
0: thank you all so much for listening here. Uh, we love to hear from our listeners, so if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. You can always send us an email to tradingperspectives at oakworthcapital.com, or you can leave us a review on the podcast outlet of your choice. Sam, I hate to say it, we didn't get any good recommendations or suggestions for this topic today, so we're not giving out a t-shirt. People Maybe next it. week. Maybe next week. People took issue with uh, the person that some claimed they, uh, claimed it last week, saying that that wasn't the name. I said, Oh gee was. You'll have to go back and listen, but that's what it was. So, sorry about that. But if you're interested in hearing any more of what you have to, what we have to say, you can always check out our blog, Common Sense at oakworthcapital.com, underneath the Thought Leadership tab. Sam, what other announcements do we have here today? That's it. You, can, you you can't say it. roll tide, can you? I was gonna give a war eagle before we <laughs> before we sign off. Okay, you can do that. All right, you just sort of gave it. I just go gave ahead. it. All right, and I'm gonna close with guys, go Deeks. <laughs> Y'all take care.